You are listening to Just Another Podcast. Contact us directly at Just Another Podcast Live at gmail.com. So, welcome to another episode of Just Another Podcast. I'm your boy Daryl. And I'm your boy Will. Um, and currently, I'm actually nervous. Um, our topic for the day hasn't been discussed. <laughs> and so, Will got a surprise for me. So, y'all, y'all hold on. I think it's going to be a fun ride. All right. So, and I feel like this is a story that everybody can kind of relate with. When the pandemic first really hit and everybody decided that, you know what, like, I need to figure out what's next. The one thing that sold like crazy was workout equipment, specifically dumbbells. So for the past six, seven, going on eight months now, I've been trying to find like sets of dumbbells. And you know, like you go to a Ross or you go to Marshall's or you go to TJ Maxx, they might have little um, off brands, but I wanted like a complete set. And so I found out that Target actually sells them. So over the past couple of weeks, I've been, you know, randomly going to Target and finding them. So this morning, um, after taking my fiance to her doctor's appointment, while she was there, I ran to Target real quick because they get a shipment every morning and I get there and y'all, I am thrilled. I am so excited. They literally had the 15s, the 20s and 25s racked up. I get to the cash register, swipe my card, the card, like it denies it. I'm like, wait, what? And I get a text on my phone. Like, is this fraud? I was like, okay, they just think this is fraud. So I reply back to the text, like, no, this is me. And I was able to get my, um, my dumbbells. So fast forward later on in the day, I've been waiting for a bench I ordered from Amazon. I look on it, the bench was supposed to be here today, but for some odd reason, it said that it's not coming till next, um, it's not coming till next Monday. And so I was like, you know what, forget it. Being the millennial that I am, I'm just gonna go to Target. And so I cancel my order from Amazon. I go to, tar- I go to the closest Target near me and I, I find the bench, I find some gloves and I go to the cash register. Daryl, you remember back in the day when you were broke and you would go to the store and swipe your card and just pray that like it went through? Remember, <laughs> I still do that now sometimes. So y'all, I, I had a little situation. So picture this, first of all, I'm in Target, it's packed. I'm talking about this, this bad boy look like Black Friday all over again. So, you know, I'm just over there, got my flip-flops on, got my little hoodie, my Adidas sweatpants, push my cart, ring my stuff up, and swipe my cart and it says, decline. And I'm over here thinking to myself, like, wait, I know I have a significant amount of money on this card. I tried again. It says, decline. <clears throat> At this point, I started getting nervous. So I'm like, okay, so, you know, like we all do, I take the card out, I shake the card up, I turn it a little bit and I stick it in. The machine starts making noise. <laughs> wow. At, the, at that point, y'all. That means the, you know better. The level of embarrassment that came over me. And so like most people, I proceeded to call my bank and, you know, tell like call, yeah, call my bank and ask them what's going on. First of all, they take forever to get on the phone. So the whole time I'm standing there, the security guards looking at me, other people looking at me, I'm just embarrassed. And the lady has, has the audacity to come on asking me, sir, what's wrong? Ma'am, I am in I am in Target. I'm trying to check out. I look broke. I know I got money in my account. And she was like, I'm looking at your, your account now. You have a significant balance. I'm like, I know I have money in there. You know how sometimes you got to say something out loud so other people don't think that, like, what you're dealing with? And so long story short, like, the situation got fixed. I ended up ordering a new car because evidently this car is, has been malfunctioning and got my stuff. But, the like, the whole drive home, all I was thinking about is, yo, those people are probably looking at me like, look at, these, look at this broke black man in here trying to buy something that he know he can't afford. And the level of embarrassment, y'all. But yeah, I just I, I just want to share that story with y'all. So let, let's break it down. Let's break Will's story down. So the first point, we're we gonna let I want all the I'm gonna support all our listeners out there and let them know, let Will know the truth. 
The average person is not at home trying to get swole. Okay. I don't know where you where you come from. Yes, they are, bro. We, we not out here trying to get every every size weight. You get the weight that you can pick up and you work on that. Okay, do some push-ups. I don't know why you need 10, 15, 25, 30, 35, 40, and you got two hands. That, that's first off. Second off, you impatient. I don't know why you didn't just wait on the bench. See, that's what God, God was trying to teach you a lesson, man. Yo, Ashley said the same thing, but I thought it was the devil trying to hold me back. No, see, that's 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 what black people look at. I don't know about other cultures, but black people will try to put the devil where God was at to teach you a lesson. Ain't that, man, if that ain't the truth. And I done seen people in your situation, so I'm going to tell you, I know they thought you was broke. I done seen... I done seen people literally take a Walmart bag and put it on their card and try to swipe through with the bag on their card. No, bro, but what made it even worse though? The one of the cashier ladies came up, she was like, Sir, it seems that card ain't working. Would you try would you like to try another one? It took everything in me not to be like, now you know I don't look broke. And you know this car work. I can't believe you over here trying to embarrass me like this. Son, son, she just she just responded to what she saw. <laughs> yeah. She seen a she seen a black man trying to order something he had no business. Yeah, they never seen a black man order a bench. They might have didn't know you knew the cost. <laughs> so I, I'm just saying, man. So I, I can I, I can definitely feel your embarrassment. I've I've literally I know what it's like, and it's sometimes it's irresponsible, so especially if you got more a few accounts. Mm. I've literally been in the drive-thru trying mm. to hurry up and switch money from one account to another account because I ain't had a, the right car with me. Mm. So I definitely know what it's like to be nervous about whether or not it's going to go through. I mean, so what, I thought, what did you learn from today? Man, what did I learn from today? I did learn I need to be more patient. I also learned that these credit card companies need to get their stuff in check because my finances are in check, and I can't believe they embarrassed me like that today in Target. I, 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 you know, like I almost had a suburban woman situation in Target, but I had to humble myself and say, you know what, God, you have blessed me, so I'm, I'm, I'm gonna humble myself and just keep what I want to say out loud inside. It's, it, it's some choice words that I, you know, because we have children listening to this that I'm not gonna share, but yeah, I, I was very frustrated. See, so you know your that's what happens, people, when your pride gets so heavy in your back, that pride breathing on your neck, and then you start to, <laughs> if anybody thinks you smell like being broke, you get upset. <laughs> so have you have you busted it out? Have you started using the weights yet? So actually uh literally 10 minutes before we got on the podcast, literally completed it up, uh putting it together. So after we get done, I'm gonna go get my three miles in and go knock out upper body. Yeah, so let me go and just go back in time. Let me tell y'all, Will is the most <laughs> ridiculous workout person. If you if you not if you're not watching this on YouTube, I need you to go and watch this episode. Of I'm about to show y'all the foolishness that Will used to do. So you got you got your average person. Oh, uh, I'm pulling up, right? Uh, y'all see that? Just imagine me up, down, up, down. Not Will. This Will right here. Up, slide, skip, <laughs> spin, twist, <laughs> jiggle with it. This wheel, y'all. Up, down, slide, walk up steps, go down steps, come back up. One, two, that's one. He's gonna do it 25 more times before he do his push-ups, then he do arms, and then he run 12 miles. So y'all gonna hear a lot about Will escapades in the gym. He's building his own gym. What what, what you got in your gym currently, man? So we we have the Nordic track, of course. You know, gotta have a treadmill. Got the um, free weights that finally I'm I finally got got some resistant bands. Got a jump rope. Got um, the ab roller. You know, I've been trying to get abs since 2016. The ribs just won't let me be great. Yeah, man. I, I need to I need to get right. So so I'm trying to I'm trying to get my fitness journey started. I don't know what it is about. I think it's almost, you know, and this is this is more on a serious note. It's like sometimes you get so caught up in everything else in your life that sometimes we put our our health on the back burner. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think for a long time I've 
almost justified my lack of success and maintaining my health by the the level of success that I've achieved in other areas, mm. right? Um, and so I'll, I'll literally, and I don't know if it's a defense mechanism or like you, you'll see somebody in shape and you like, he ain't got no job. <laughs> I, I see somebody out there doing pull-ups or something. And so you, you think like, I mean, I deserve to not be worried about that because look what I've done in these other areas of my life, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so I've been work. I ain't been working. I'm, 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 y'all. I'm mentally processing this as, <laughs> as I'm saying it. Um, so y'all, y'all, the first people. This is like therapy. So literally, trying not to use all the things I've accomplished as an excuse to not take care of my body. And so, um, you know, of course, full time job, multiple businesses, multiple podcasts. And so sometimes it's easy for me to be like. You know, I'm too busy to do that, right? So I'm definitely trying to work towards prioritizing my health as well. Cause you know, all these things don't matter if you have a heart attack and die. Listen, fitness is important. No, you know what? You know the one thing that I remember that really got me back on my fitness track? You remember about two years ago, you came up to Philly because you were speaking at Temple University for one of your um pharmacy um uh speaking engagements and we went to go play basketball with our line brother avery and yo you know like i am so shout out to avery king's (laughs) corner podcast y'all check our boy out shout out shout out to our brother so like y'all i am in my prime i'm like i'm i'm six foot 200 and low 200s you know like I'm probably not the most stockiest guy, but like, you know, I like to stay relatively in shape. So we're on the court and we're playing, mind you, like we're playing with like, these kids had to be in no more than like ninth or 10th grade. And so one kid yells out, yo, I got big man. And like, he's he's talking to Daryl. So I'm like, oh, all right. And then his boy was like, yeah, I got other big man. I'm looking like, who the hell are you talking to? Yo, when I tell you like that hurt me on a personal level, that day, I went home and I think I ran about 10 miles that day. Y'all, when I tell you, <laughs> this man felt this big. <laughs> and I, y'all already know, man. I, I've always, on the court, I've always been big man. You know, I weigh enough, you know? <laughs> um, and so I, I, I've been big man all my life. So so that day I was tickled, man. <laughs> Will, Will already think he like a, a small LeBron James or something. <laughs> He was a Kendrick Perkins that day. <laughs> yeah. Big, big baby Davis. Now Perk. Low, oh, low post man. boy, man. So, oh, that's an interesting story. So let me tell y'all, since Will brought a basketball, let me tell y'all yeah, about the time no, that Will no, put me in the emergency stop. room. <laughs> so being college students, you do ridiculous things, right? And so one of the things we did was play basketball for no reason. And so there was a gym. There was a gym in uh, Carborough. Was it in Carborough or was it in Chapel Hill? No, it's in Carborough. Yeah. So community gym in Carborough. We were going to play ball all the time. I think it was like three days a week at 5 a.m. Every morning. 5 a.m. The dedication. I'm talking about it's four (laughs) o'clock and you you trying your best. We just got back from the library at one o'clock. You're like, bro, you trying to go hoop? <laughs> Y'all. Will, on the other team, I'm going crazy. Call me LeBron James, Jordan. We killing. Will goes y'all, up. Y'all weren't killing us. Y'all was up by like 10, maybe. That's enough, right? <laughs> so Will, overly aggressive self. Cocks his big, thick trunk on back. He elbowed me in the lip, y'all. If y'all watch again, this is the episode you want to watch on YouTube, man. There's a let me hold on. Let me get close to the camera, y'all. There's a gap in my mustache. Bro, you gotta let that go. I'ma say y'all, I still to this day can't cut my mustache low. Because Will hit me so hard, he put a hole in my lip. That was at least five years ago. Now I'm sitting in the emergency room at 6 30 in the morning. (laughs) <laughs> trying to call my mom and explain to her how did I end up in the emergency room at 6.30 in the morning. 
And it's because I was playing basketball with this kid, man. So y'all keep y'all kids safe. Watch out for who they hang with. Some people, some people get your kids in trouble, man. Oh man. Anyway, so let's let's talk about some recent events. So, and you know, we wanted to start this up a little bit lighter because Daryl informed me that last week I was a little bit a, a bit aggressive. You know, I I, I felt a, a certain type of way. You know, I wanted to again use this as my therapy session and let that out. But tomorrow's a very important day. Tomorrow's the day um, Joe Biden goes from being president-elect to president Joe Biden, the 46th president. And Kamala Harris makes history as the first Black and South East Asian woman to become vice president of the United States of America. Daryl, how, how, how do you feel about that? Man, it is ex it's exciting and in a lot of ways um but before i talk about how i feel about that i i do want to think i want to say that and it's hard to say this because it's been so much tragedy but i almost feel that donald trump was in god's plan right mm. um and so when we talk about there were so many people who said how bad could it be you know we've tried politicians for hundreds of years mm -hmm. um there was, there was so much rhetoric about it not being able to get worse, right? And then we, I saw in the news today, Mark, over 400,000 people died in this country of COVID-19. Mm. Um, we, we've, we've lost a lot as a country. Um, and so I think we really, and I think today was the one year anniversary of the first case or something like yeah. that, right? And mm -hmm. so it's truly remarkable to see how bad it could be. Um, but at the same time, it's, I think it's outstanding to see, even though it got this bad, um, if we banded together and pulled together, it was possible to, to make a difference. And so mm -hmm. definitely excited with how the, the election results are coming out. Um, Sleepy Joe, <laughs> the, we, we come on now. You, you, you kind of crossed the line. You said if we want black, we won't go vote for <laughs> yeah. you. So we, we still a little salty, but man, I, I know for sure you, you got a lot more respect for the for the office mm -hmm. to not lead us in some of the, sh the crazy stuff that we've seen in the past few years. But Kamala Harris, shout out to her. Uh, shout out to Howard University. Uh, we're both HBCU grads. I'm mm -hmm. excited about that to put us on the map as far as HBCUs, Alpha Kappa Alpha. Mm -hmm. um, they just had a Founders Day uh, last, well, everybody had a Founders Day Listen, last yeah. <laughs> Bro, was that shade? No, I'm just saying, I, I guess that's when the semester started back then. Everybody just. Yo, I think the funniest meme I saw was, we. Uh, somebody was like, all right, we're gonna do this like we do in the church. All the, all the January babies, happy birthday. <laughs> I know one collective man um, but shout out to all the sororities and fraternities the divine nine uh, black sororities and fraternities HBCUs shout out to NCCU um, but I think it's I think it's good because a lot of times you it, it kind of took off another level right mm -hmm. um, I think for Barack Obama to win it was it was huge right that's one of the biggest things mm -hmm. that's happened in black history mm -hmm. Especially mm -hmm. when you look back at people like Jesse Jackson, people who try to win over the years. But I think for number one, for a woman to do it, mm -hmm. you know, get get into an office as high as vice president, I think that alone, race aside, is is an amazing feat. Mm -hmm. um, I think I think it's something she should be proud of. Women all around the world should be proud of, um, and it shows the sky's the limit, right? Mm -hmm. So I wouldn't be surprised. Um, and if you would ask me this 10, let's say 20 years, let's say, yeah, probably about 20 years ago, I would have never thought we would see a black president. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and so now I'm even, <clears throat> I'm pretty sure we'll probably see even a woman president in our lifetime. Mm -hmm. And so that's exciting. Uh, shout out to all the women around the world who are, are killing the game and making, making men look bad, but shout out to y'all. Um, so mm -hmm. how, how, how do you feel about everything going on? I'm excited. And I think like, to your point too, like, I think, you know, like I grew up with my mom and uh, my sisters. And so I've always like held women in a high regard, right? Like, of course I had like father figures and other men in my life, but 
all the people that I saw. And, you know, there's this funny phrase within the African-American community that if you want something to get done right, get a black woman to do it, right? And, you know, when Kamala first came on the scene, a lot of people, like when she first announced that she was running for president, the one thing that was like, oh, well, check her criminal history. I mean, check her history. Well, how she prosecute? She was a prosecutor, y'all. That was literally her job. She was the attorney general of the state of California. She was a prosecutor. It was her job to, you know, do like hold that office. And I think it's so interesting that not only as a country, but us as black people specifically, and I, you know, I had a lot of friends and a lot of people, colleagues, they're like, I'm not voting for her after all she did. And it's like, yo, but you voted for this person after all they did. You voted for this amendment, even though it goes against everything that you fundamentally believe in. And so I'm excited, right? Because like now I can look at my nieces, I can look at my goddaughter, I can look at, you know, God blesses me with a daughter one day. I can look at her and really tell her that you can you can literally do whatever you want to do because women have broken so many barriers. And for her to reach this feat, it's like, bro, it's truly phenomenal. Like tomorrow's really gonna be a special day. And, you know, I really hope that like what we've been hearing about these uh, white supremacists and um, um, fascists and nationalists attacking capitals, that doesn't happen, right? Because tomorrow's a day that is meant to be beautiful. Tomorrow's a day is a transition of power. Tomorrow's a day where we usher in a new reign of presidency. And the last thing we need to see is what we saw last Wednesday. Last Wednesday, history was literally made in Georgia. You had for the first time in over two or three decades, I believe, two Democrats beat out two Republicans in a deeply red state. <clears throat> two people, matter of fact, that were very close to the late great John Lewis. But what was the headline uh, story? Insurrection. People literally busting their way into the Capitol. And so, yeah, I, I, I really hope tomorrow goes off as it should. I really hope, you know, Joe Biden. And, you know, one thing I'll say about him, Joe Biden wasn't originally, originally my pick. And, you know, I think I mentioned this before on the podcast, but what he's been able to do, the way he's been able to unify the country or like work towards that unification, is truly some commendable. And even if you look at his cabinet, there has never been such a diverse cabinet. You have people from all different ethnic backgrounds. Today, um, the first transgender uh, congresswoman, I believe, just got appointed to his cabinet. In our lifetime, did you ever think that you would see that? Right? Yeah. And so, listen, I... I wish them the best. I will keep them in my prayers. And I really hope, like you said, like we've seen the worst. I don't think we can get any worse. I, I'm even scared to say that. So I won't, but like we've seen how bad it can get. So I think it's really time to like turn a new leaf and really work toward a better future. Yeah, he, he definitely has a, a, a big task on his hands. Um, I know I seen a post that was kind of talking about um, women... Um, and they're kind of like in reference to like the Kamala Harris stuff. And they talked about telling your daughters that they can be anything that they want to be. Um, mm -hmm. And someone asked, like, why would you tell her that? Um, and it's like we're living in a society where. Like, if you didn't tell her that she would have never believed she couldn't. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, mm -hmm. And it's because women are, are really killing the game. I mean, all fields, all facets, medicine, science, mm -hmm. uh, policy, po uh, all, all areas. And so shout out to all the women out there who listening to just another podcast. Mm -hmm. um, we definitely, we definitely, uh, we rock with all y'all and all the work that you do. Definitely. Um, and I'll say this uh, one last point before we move on. I was having a conversation with my cousin today and like, you know, we were just talking about, cause she was telling me how my niece and my nephew did really good in school. So I was like, oh, send me your cash app. I want to send them some money, you know, like to encourage them to keep on doing well. 
And instead, she sent me um, this thing called Loved. So, and this is not a paid sponsorship, but I thought the thing was actually pretty interesting. Love is like an investment account that you can open up for your children. And you can you can designate where the money goes. So like on the thing, it was like toward their first house, towards college, towards like, and it was it was just so dope to me. And so, you know, send them uh send them a couple of dollars just to encourage them, you know, keep doing well in school. And then afterwards, like she called me, we were talking through, you know, just breaking generational curses and like, you know, like creating more opportunity now so our children don't have to take care of us but they can actually build onto the legacy that we built. And she was like, you know, the other day I came into the house and, you know, Gabby and uh, KJ were downstairs with two of Gabby's uh, female friends and they were having a debate about like the presidential election. And this was like prior to the first debate. And just to give you context, these kids are not, I think the oldest one is maybe seven. And she was like, well, I wouldn't vote for this person because he's just frankly not a good person and his policy doesn't match what he ran on. And another uh, one of the other little girls was like, well, you know, his belief is that, you know, global warming is not a thing, even though it's affecting our our, um, our planet. And as I'm listening to her, like, retell me the story, I'm thinking like, yo, it's seven and eight. That is not the type of conversations I, I was having. So, you know, definitely, definitely to that point, I think our kids are truly brilliant. I think our young people are truly the ones that are going to change this world for the better. But yeah, like to Daryl's point, man, like when I think about, and I really truly strongly believe in that, if you want to get something done right, find you a black woman and put her in position to make that happen. Yeah, man, that's a that's an awesome story. I think the first thing when it comes to politics, I think the first thing that I can remember ever is when Al Gore lost mm. to George Bush. That's probably, mm. and I don't even know, let me look. That, that was what, 2004? I think that was 2000. So that was 2000. 2000, yep. Mm-hmm. So that's 21 years ago. Mm. Crazy. Just, so I, just I was probably- yourself, son. All right. So I'm like seven or eight years old, probably. Um, that's the first, like, we were watching it on TV. Like, mm-hmm. it was a big deal. Um, and so I think it's definitely good to hear that that the younger you are, you're getting more involved, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and we kind of talked about generational curses. And I think for the Black community, there's been so much negative um, energy and just so many efforts mm-hmm. to disenfranchise us and, and quiet our voice that there's a lot of people in our communities that don't necessarily mm-hmm. believe in the system um, mm-hmm. and, and are not willing to play the game. Right. And so we know mm-hmm. the game is definitely rigged against us. Um, oh, but yeah. if you if you don't get in the game and play, you'll never win. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when we talk about those generational curses. I know for me and Will, it's definitely important for us to knock down as many of those barriers as possible. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so talking to our kids about voting and getting them started and in investing, like we'll we'll be buying baby investment books, right? <laughs> um, and so hey, you just, gotta start them early. Exactly. Um, and that's the way it's supposed to be. Like when mm-hmm. I looked at my classmates growing up, there are things that we're learning today that people in other communities are learning before they graduate mm-hmm. high school, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and even like simple things like, and this is, and this is no disrespect to any culture, but if you go into like a Chinese restaurant, for example, and you see a little eight-year-old kid running a cash register, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the first mm-hmm. thing you're thinking is, dad, they got their kids, they wrong for that. They got their kids working. This guy, where the labor laws and mm. or their kid is literally as a child mm-hmm. learning how to run a business. They probably know about the accounting. They know, like, I think it's an amazing thing that regardless of how they got in that situation, I don't know much about the culture, but just the fact that there's their kids are being mm-hmm. exposed to such a thing so early, mm-hmm. I think it's a beautiful thing. Definitely. And I think to that point too, like, I'm a firm believer. And, you know, Daryl and I, uh, you and I have these conversations all the time about, like, breaking generational curses, 
So for us, getting an education was important because like in my nuclear family, I'm a first generation college student, right? And then, you know, going on and getting a master's and now working on my doctorate, I wanted to do that so it wouldn't be alien for my son to do that, right? You know, like I love my mother dearly, but you know, due to circumstances, growing up money was scarce. And so now that I'm in a better situation, like finances are a huge part of my life. When I tell y'all, Daryl gets so upset because literally every time we talk, I'm like, bro, you got to get into this. Like uh, Bitcoin is doing this. Ethereum is doing this. Apple's doing this. He's like, listen, well, that's you, bro. Like I, I got my own means of making it. But again, and you know, we all have different directions toward getting toward the same goal, but it is so important. And to that point that Dale just made, like, um, and you know, I'm speaking directly to the black community. You go into a black community, there, there are usually three or four things that you always see. You always see a Chinese store, a Chinese restaurant. You see a hair store that's run by non-blacks. You see a liquor store that's probably owned by non-blacks. But this is in our community, right? And so it is so important that we invest in those in like businesses for ourselves. Like Daryl and I both have, you know, relatively good, well-paying jobs. But because we understand where we want to be in the future, we decide that, yo, we need to get into business and start building our own businesses and start building a legacy for our children. And I think that's so fundamentally important because like one of my biggest dreams is I want... I want to get to the point where my son is only working because he's trying to learn something new. He's only, uh, well, he's only working for somebody else because he's trying to learn something new or learn something that myself, my wife, or a family member couldn't teach him. I don't want him to go work because that's a necessity for him to live or a necessity for him to pay his bills. Because when we talk about like really building that generational wealth, that's what we're talking about. I'm talking about, I want my son, I inspire that the day my son graduates from college, I hand him a pair of keys and be like, you know what, congratulations. We just bought you your first house in full. Only thing you have to worry about is the utilities and property tax, right? Yeah, not, not, and that's it's crazy because I was just telling uh, another friend of ours just the other day. So um, it's hindsight is 2020, right? Um, but I kind of told you guys a story about me going to Central, uh, North Carolina Central, and how all my friends was going, right? Um, and so coming from a very, very small high school with a class size of like 47, right? Mm. So this is how tight we are. I'm just trying to paint that picture. So six of us went to Central. So mm. we from Rocky Mount, six of us. Um, and so I was telling a friend, like, imagine each of us taking out loans to to pay for housing. Mm. If the six of us have put our money together and bought a down and put a put a, if our parents have put a down payment on a home, we would we would own a home in one of the fastest growing cities in the country. Well, in our state. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's just crazy just to think about. Like six of us could have easily split up a mortgage um, and paid it off. And a few, a few of our friends still actually live in Durham. And so it definitely could have been an investment property. Um, but definitely going back and taking the things that we learned um, and, and making sure it's different for us as we move forward, I think is definitely an important thing for us to do um, as young black men and as men in general. And that's kind of like one of the reasons we created this platform, right? Um, we saw... There are so many things that we've learned some things on accident. Um, and so we know that by, by sharing our lives and by giving experiences and bringing you guys guests that may have taught us certain life lessons that hopefully we can touch people um, who can then reach back mm -hmm. to people in their family and, and start to break some of these generational curses. Definitely. Definitely. All right. So what's, what you got planned for this week? Well, well, work, write his dissertation, still, you know, pushing for that March uh, defense and yeah. So 
Interestingly enough, so as many of you may already know, uh, my fiance and I were expecting our first child. So for some odd reason, I woke up this morning and I, and I told her, I was like, yo, the baby's coming on Thursday. I don't know where I received this information from. I don't know where this information came from. I don't know if uh, God sent one of them angels that went to go visit uh, Mary and them to uh, come tell me in my sleep. But like, I really feel like this kid is coming Thursday. It, uh, <laughs> have there been any signs that this may be true? And did she agree with you on that assessment? I mean, you know, at this point, she like, like the, the cute phase of being pregnant was cool, but I think right now she's she's ready to we're ready, we're ready to meet our son. And like, you know, she she laughed it off, but it's like, no, bro, like I don't know why, but like Thursday is just so ingrained in my head. Hey, it, it might just happen, man. Any anything anything is possible. If it happened Thursday, we're gonna let y'all know whenever the next episode is. Listen, but yeah, so that's that that's what my week is looking like. What about you? Man, so work, work, and work. So mm. I think that's been one of the, the interesting things is trying to get my schedule down packed mm. so that I can easily work as well as handle all of the new things we've started. Um, and so mm -hmm. we've started a couple different podcasts. Um, and first, before I say that, I think one of the things I did want to hit on earlier, um, when Will was kind of talking about the importance of supporting your community, right? Mm. Um, so shout out, if you're listening to this, we're, let me see, let me check. We're like 35 minutes in. Mm. If, you, if you can hear me speaking right now, you've shown that you support the things that we do, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, and in so many, especially the black community, it's such a struggle to get people to support what you do. Right. Mm. Um, and so from the bottom of our heart, we want to say thank you Definitely. for taking your time. You could be doing anything. Mm -hmm. And so you're listening to us joke around, talk around, give the life lessons we've had in our short time and living. Um, but all of that matters. You know, as we continue to grow and build businesses, it's going to take a community. Right. Mm -hmm. And so we, we're grateful that you guys have have started the path and being a part of our community. I mean, we hope you, you you take this ride for the long run. We got a lot of exciting things coming your way. Um, mm -hmm. But just, I already know, so I already know I'm preaching to the choir if you're listening to this, but encourage people you know to continue to support each other, right? Mm -hmm. um, and mm -hmm. So our pages shouldn't be filled with more memes than support for people we know, right? It yeah. literally takes nothing to click a button and subscribe, to like, to listen to some on YouTube, you you don't even have to listen. You could hit play and turn the volume all the way down and let it run out, mm -hmm. right? Little mm -hmm. things that mean a lot to entrepreneurs and, and content creators like we are. Um, so definitely shout out to you guys. I think I think this is the start of something beautiful for sure. Definitely. I think to that point too, you know, we are so quick to go out. Like if, the, if, if a pair of uh, cement forge drop tomorrow, even though this, we know this shoe coming out every single year, there will be a line around every foot locker, every finish line, ready to get those shoes. But we are so reluctant to support our fellow family member that might have just started a real estate company or um, a designer friend that we have that, you know, started a clothing line that you actually really believe in. And so, like, to Daryl's point, you know, like, I want to speak directly to um, not only our community, but all communities. Like, we greatly appreciate the support that you give us, and we encourage you to support the people in your lives. Support what they're doing, because if, if they're putting effort to speak to you, they're putting effort to talk through problems with you, they're putting effort to help you finance whatever endeavor it is that you're working towards, like support what they're doing because you don't know how just saying something nice or smiling at somebody or just saying, you know, keep going can truly change somebody's life. Y'all see Sebastian in the background? Hey, he had his little cameo, bro. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to the cat. Um, but yeah, Will, I, when I tell y'all, shout out to Will, this is a little spotlight on Will. It's crazy. Me and Will have been friends for 11 years. This dude has never let me work for him for free. And like, mm. it's crazy because it's like people in your life, 
you like will is definitely one of the people that i'm willing to give my gift for right mm. um and this dude has gone above and beyond to support the businesses that i have and the talents that i have in this world um and so i think that goes a long way right um so don't mm. if you if you got a friend or if you got a colleague with a specific skill or service it's don't don't be that person right don't be the person who asks for the discount right mm. don't be that person who say you know what uh i'll do this for you do like respect their craft support them and mm -hmm. sometimes it's even like if anything you should want to pay them more right yeah. you should want to go mm -hmm. above and beyond just to to sow a seed into somebody right and so we kind of mm -hmm. mentioned last week about reaping and sowing like be willing to sow and invest in people you know, right? Definitely. Don't don't let your only investment be in your fans, right? Yep. Um, and unfortunately, that's kind of how people make it. And I hope we can build a strong community of people that we know and not just get to a point where we only have... <laughs> I just hit the mic. I'm sorry. But um, <laughs> not get to a point where we only have fans, right? Mm -hmm. That made me think of OnlyFans. Um, <laughs> Uh, uh, but yeah, we don't want to just have fans. We we want our friends and our family to be a part of our community as we continue to grow and really really make something that can can change change our community, right? Mm -hmm. Um, so shout out, support, support, full price. I challenge yeah. everybody. Comment if you're watching this on YouTube or Instagram. Comment one friend or two friends that own a business that you've actually supported, right? definitely and it goes a long definitely. way definitely and i think to that point too like pay people what they're worth don't discount them because you're not going to walk into target telling them that oh well you know i know this bench a hundred dollars but like let me go ahead and get it for that uh 70. no like if it costs 100 pay 100. and i think you know by doing that not only are you supporting them you're encouraging their dreams, right? Cause like, and you know, Daryl sent me this video a while back and it just had me thinking. And this guy, like he was just preaching. He was like, you know, people will leave high school and go to college and spend four years in college. And yeah, in theory, you want to get a job after college and you want to be able to pay your bills, but none of that's certain, nor do you know what type of job you're going to get. But so, but people will go through those four years or six years or however long it takes you to finish in order to get that very expensive degree that a lot of us end up paying for the rest of our lives. Whereas people will start companies and six months later, because it's not going the way they want it to go, they quit on it. Or they get so excited, they do all, they they have a grand open, they do this, they do that. And everybody's like, yeah, yeah I'm gonna support, I'm gonna support. And then the opening day comes and none of your people are there to support you. And, you know, people are just like, well, you know, I guess I'm no believe in your dreams and believe in your friends dreams, because by you believing in their dreams, you're enabling them to continuously keep going and showing them that, you know what, I believe in you because I know what you can, like, what's going to come to fruition. And I told Daryl all the time, y'all, I remember when we were in college, and, you know, uh, you know, um, as part of our fraternity, uh, you know, we'd have to make flyers for different programs or different events. And Daryl would use PowerPoint to create these, like, I can even like phenomenal looking posters. And I'm just like, but how? So one day, me being me, I decided, you know what, I'm gonna try this. Kid y'all not. I was on my computer for five and a half hours. And the finished product looked like something a toddler had did. <laughs> and for me, it was just one of those situations that I realized, you know, this ain't the same what God had for me. Like I have the, I have the gift of gab. I will network my way into everything, anything. That's my gift. Graphic designing, not my gift. And so that's not my lane. And so I know that's Daryl's lane. So if I need something, listen, bro, that's what I need. Let me know how much it costs. Send me an invoice. Let's go ahead and make it happen. So that reminded me of a funny story. So Will Will say he has the gift of gab. I want y'all to I want y'all to <laughs> see how how crazy life is, right? Mm. Like when God gives you a gift or a passion, 
it's gonna be with you forever, man. Like destiny and your your like it's something that you just have to recognize in your life. So let's go back a bunch of years. <laughs> it's funny, bro. The first camera that I ever worked with was a Nikon Cool Pix, right? Hey, Look it up, piece of trash, right? <laughs> you ain't gotta come my camera like that. The reason I worked with this camera, Will started a company back in college. A shout out to Motivation Through Experience. So Will was Will was on his baby ET, baby Eric Thomas early, right? So Will bought this camera off Groupon. I don't know if they even got Groupon no more. <laughs> How much that camera cost? Do. How much? <laughs> um, I want to say I got it for like maybe $58. Bro, this camera... Now, I might so for context, like <laughs> so for context, and again, like as Daryl's mentioned before, to really get the full grasp of this episode, please go watch it on our YouTube page. But for context, I was in college and I was broke, so fifty-eight dollars was a lot of money to me at that time. Yeah, it was. It was no, it was top of the line. We thought <laughs> we thought we was Eric Thomas and and I don't even and Tyler Perry. We out. <laughs> we outside. God, I gotta tell another story. Let me write it down so I don't forget. Chill, bro. I, I know it. what story you about to tell. You know I'm tell it because you exposed me about the pageant. So we going in. <laughs> I thought the episode was about to end, but it ain't. So Will bought this camera and Will was speaking for students in high school, college. But it's crazy because Will seriously pursuing his passion and me supporting him opened the door for me to see what my passion was, right? Um, and so I never, I actually, we broke, y'all remember we broke. So Will actually bartered this camera and told me I could keep it until he paid me back for helping him move. And we, I just had a camera. So, so, but no, I got to go to another story. So shout out for Will for pursuing his dreams then. Definitely helped open the doors for what I do today. Um, but the grocery store. <laughs> Food line on Fayetteville Street, Durham, North Carolina. Do you want to tell the story or do you want me to tell the story? Go ahead, bro. Bro. <laughs> y'all, if y'all know Will, y'all know Will. So y'all already can picture this right now. Will got on a three-piece suit. <laughs> <laughs> Mind you, it's about 98 degrees outside. 99 and a half degrees. Will got on a three-piece suit, tie, some brown. I think he had on a gray suit, some brown shoes, clean, belt matched the <laughs> shoes, had on one of his flashiest watches. I'm talking about he looked like a million dollars. We in food line. So if y'all know North Carolina Central, if y'all know what North Carolina Central is, y'all know that food line is, is in the hood, right? So we, like I said, we on our ground. We motivate, right? So, A, there's a man outside, homeless guy. Yo, this could be great, great content, you know, you know, actually visualize and record us actually giving and helping somebody. So I didn't even have a camera. I pull out my phone, right? Will goes up to this homeless guy. And God knows I never laughed so hard. So Will <laughs> start talking to him. The man looked at him, he said, man, he was like, are you some kind of politician? <laughs> <laughs> Will was like, you know, you know, God, he, Will trying to talk about God. This man was like, no, nah, no, nah, you don't want to hear me talk. He was like, no, nah, I don't care what you got to say. You won't give me a dollar. I don't even think he asked for a dollar. So this dude goes off. Police officer standing there trying to de-escalate the situation. He's like, no, nah, man, I done fought in the war. If you don't want to hear what I got to say, I don't want to hear what he got to say. Will almost died. The man had a cane, lifted the cane up in Will <laughs> like this. <laughs> Y'all, I got that video. I don't know where it's at, but if I find it. Listen, dog, that video needs to stay hidden. It's going to be on a bonus episode, man. I'm going to put it on. It, if we ever get a Patreon, anything like that, I'm going I'm to have that for our exclusive followers. But, yo, Will almost Chill, got beat up bro. by a homeless man. So if you ever want to give Listen. money to someone, give them the money first. And if they want to talk to you, <laughs> yeah. they, they will. Uh, but that's just a funny story, bro. I was, we, how did you feel, man? When you, you really was trying to get back to the community, your heart was in the right place. 
how, how did you feel? I don't know though. Like, so I think like thinking back to it, like I think my heart wasn't the right place. But Loki, we was like trying to exploit my man for our game. <laughs> and he flipped the script on us. He was like, nah, I ain't one of these hoes that's just gonna take it. You gonna hear my story. I was I'm a Vietnam vet. Yo, I have never been cussed out in such a manner before. Like this yo. man made me feel so small, y'all. Uh, good times. Good yes, times. Yes, the man was a politician, y'all. So y'all know Will, man. Shout out, shout out to to William on you, man. One of the cleanest <laughs> men out there in these streets. <laughs> he had on his Sunday's best. Why did you have on that suit? I don't know, bro. And it wasn't Sunday, so it ain't like we just came back from church. Yeah, bro. I don't know what it was. I mean, but I did wear. I literally did wear suits every single day in college, so that was a normal outfit for me. That's true. That's true. But so we we learn we learn from that, yo. So make sure if y'all want to to give and invest in people, do it do it from the right place. Don't worry about who's looking. If if God wants to expose your giving spirit, He will do it right. Mm. Um, and so we learned that the man never got the money, y'all. He was so mad. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro, it was hard times. He was so mad. He didn't even want the money. He said, you can keep your money, man. I don't know what office you running for. I mean, it was only about $2. Bro, I wish y'all could have seen it, man. That was good times. But um, definitely, we're going to go ahead and wrap up for the day. But uh, make sure y'all continue, like we said earlier, Continue to break those generational curses. Continue to support those in your community, whether that's your family, your friends, and their businesses. Um, and entrepreneurs never give up, right? Mm -hmm. um, as we kind of tell these stories about what happened almost five, eight, 10 years ago, mm -hmm. we're still pursuing those. And, and our things are just now starting to, to give us the fruit from what we sowed. So Never yep. give and up. Before you go to the uh, store, make sure you got enough money on your card and don't get embarrassed at the cashier. Don't get embarrassed, man. Get get your account set up. Make sure you're straight. Um, but with that, with that, we're gonna we're gonna check out for the night. Um, and we hope you know by now this is definitely more than just another podcast. So see you guys next time. Peace. Peace. This podcast was brought to you by Optical Illusions Photography and Media. Let us capture your best moments in the perfect way.